0: Can I get a more spiritual? Amen. Can I get a born again? Amen. Hallelujah. I'm going to start a series today on wisdom. Somebody say wisdom. Come on, shout it wisdom. Now ask your neighbor seated by your side, are you wise? Do you have wisdom? We, We will begin to unravel it by the time we are through with this series, somewhere within this month. uh, Wisdom is very very important as you would come to understand and discover. Proverbs chapter 3 from the verse 19 to the 20th verse. Let's start from there and build some foundation as we delve into it. Within this series we would speak about things such as the dimensions of wisdom, the types of wisdom, the expressions and and what have you. It is easy to say that somebody is wise, but that is easier said than done. There has to be some form of evidence at play in order for us to know that indeed this person is as wise as we see. The Bible says, Proverbs 3.19, The Lord by wisdom has founded the earth. By understanding hath he established the heavens. Other versions say the universe. By his knowledge the depths are broken up. And the clouds drop the dew. Go back to 19. I want to emphasize on the first portion the Lord by wisdom has founded the earth. Somebody say the Lord by wisdom has founded the earth. Now what this means is that even the earth on which we stand at the moment scripture says that God founded the earth by wisdom. God made the earth by wisdom. Um, physics did not make the earth. Um, chemistry did not make the earth biology did not make the earth these things are expressions of the wisdom of god and they have truths in them in that they have discovered a bit of the all-knowing god and so physics and what have you are expressions of god himself for the bible says that by wisdom the entirety of the world or the earth was made now if the earth was made by wisdom it means that the the operations, the mechanics and the functions of the earth itself also must be driven by wisdom so for example it is wisdom to know that if I plant a certain seed at a certain time and I allow it to have sunlight and have water even if I don't pray because of the application of wisdom to understand the time I must necessarily have something coming up in due season amen and so when you understand that if God made the earth by wisdom and the earth is run and governed by wisdom, then in order to thrive and succeed on this earth, we must also apply wisdom. Amen. We must also apply wisdom. Listen to me. There are many things the Lord will not give you if you are if you are fool. There are many things God cannot entrust in your hands if you don't apply wisdom. If he sees that you are not wise, the Lord will not give you certain things that you need. The Bible says, for example, the book of Genesis, that after the Lord had created everything in in chapter 1, chapter 2, it says, God did not bring water to come and water the ground because there was no man to till the ground. It is unwise to let water come down and fill the ground and water the plants when there is no man to tell it. God himself waited for a man to appear before water came to the ground because God is not a fool he's a wise god and so before he can trust he can entrust sorry a certain level of blessing, a certain level of greatness a certain level of exposure into your hands you must demonstrate and walk in the wisdom of God I pray for you that by the time we are done the Lord himself will endow you with wisdom from on high in the name of the Lord Jesus somebody shout yes. yes Psalm 104 verse 24 Psalm 104 verse 24 oh lord how manifold are thy works in wisdom hast thou made them all how manifold are, th- are thy works how many how plenteous! how numerous are your works and he says he concedes that god has made all of them by wisdom all of them not half not a few all of them by wisdom it means that even the workings of god he works through wisdom amen And so, like I said, if you are prayerful but God knows that there's a certain dimension of wisdom you haven't walked in yet, there are things you pray on or pray over for long. Pray over for long. Now, the the Greeks and the Hebrews in scripture had two different approaches to wisdom. The Hebrews were more practical in their approaches to wisdom. They, they were more practical. They wanted to see what was happening. The Greeks on the other hand were philosophical. And so if you, if you read scripture carefully, there is a way Paul speaks to the Hebrew, there is a way Paul speaks to the Greek. He doesn't speak to them the same way. If he tries speaking to the Hebrew the same way he speaks to the Greek, there will be a problem, there will be confusion. Because their world views of life are not the same. The Hebrews are practical in their approach to wisdom, the Greeks are philosophical. In fact, the word philosophy comes from a Greek word, Phil and Soph, which is love for wisdom. Hallelujah. So in in, in in Greek history, you come across people like Socrates, you come across people like um, Plato and the like. These were people, by their, their, their ideology, they approached wisdom from an abstract and ideological or idealistic perspective uh, we are going to combine these two and other scriptures in order to come to enlightenment as far as wisdom now to define wisdom will be very 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 difficult defining wisdom is one of the most difficult things if i if i ask you now what is wisdom You know if you are going to quote a scripture for me that says, the fear of the lord the beloved will come there. But defining wisdom is very difficult because wisdom is the very essence of God. So to fully define wisdom means to understand the whole makeup of God, which is impossible. Now if I say, oh, 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 what is goodness or what is good? If we say something is good, what does it mean? It is equally difficult because it expresses the essence of God. Amen? Because we say God is good. And he says his ways are higher than our ways, his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. And so because we cannot think and reason on the level he does, it will be very difficult to try to define extensively certain words that describe his essence. However, if you look at the dictionary, it will define wisdom in one way as the quality of of decision-making through experience, skills, or knowledge. The quality of decision-making through experience, skills, or knowledge. Can we say that together? The quality of decision-making through skills, experience, or knowledge. Now, to help us really understand portions of it, there's an example I, I, I like to give a lot, and um, it is it is the example of the elephant. Now, if we have a, an, an elephant here, and we pick five people, and we blindfold them, we say, okay, we, we bring them to the elephant and, and we let them touch a part of the elephant. And then we ask, ask them, what have you touched? Somebody will say, I've touched a tail. Somebody will say, I've touched a leg. Somebody will say, I've touched a trunk. Somebody will say, I've touched maybe an ear. But all of the things that they are seeing by their touching, coming together is what describes the totality of the elephant. But no one man, by virtue of what he's touching, has come to a conclusion. We must piece all together. In the same thing, I'm going to give you what we call the dimensions of wisdom. Someone say the dimensions of wisdom. Oh come on, shout it. The dimensions of wisdom. That will help us to see the various components, the various parts, and the various dimensions or expressions of wisdom so that we'll come to a bigger picture of what it is. Number one, we have what we call the spiritual dimension of wisdom. The spiritual dimension of wisdom. Psalm 111 verse 10 our favorite scripture. Psalm so 111 verse 10. Can we read the first parts together? Ready, go. One more time. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, which means that if you fear God, you have begun your journey to wisdom. It says it's the beginning. You have now begun it is the access way it is the it is the access door it is the entrance it is it is what gives you leeway to begin your journey the fear of the lord one of the things people don't understand is that when we talk about fear of the Lord, people are afraid it means that god will kill me it means i must run away from god no the fear of the lord has nothing to do with that take an electrician whose job is to play with if you like electricity the electrician has a healthy fear of electricity he understands the power of electricity he knows that electricity can change where you sleep tomorrow morning when it passes through you it can alter the way your organs function in a minute hallelujah and so by that healthy respect and appreciation and fear of electricity he knows how to go about doing his work it doesn't stop him from coming close to it it rather empowers him to know what to do with the power of electricity it is the same thing that the bible talks about when it talks about the fear of the lord it is not that we should run away from god it means that knowing his mind his power his strength knowing all that he can do knowing that he created everything this universe, knowing that he made us, knowing that he sees all things, knowing that he's omnipotent, omnipresent, he's omniscient, knowing all these things, we reverence him and that gives us the opportunity to come to him knowing who he is and relating with him as such. Cannot preach at all this morning? And then relating with him as such. That is what it means by the fear of the Lord, the fear of the Lord. Not that we should run away from him but that we should come close to him rather, we should draw nigh him, reverencing him and respecting who he is in our lives the fear of the Lord. When you meet a man who does not fear God, you have met a fool. Can I preach that one? Can I preach that one? When you meet a woman who does not fear the Lord, you have met a fool. Because the person has not even begun the journey. It is the beginning of wisdom. You have not begun. Now, that is where us people also get it wrong. because The fact that you fear the Lord does not mean you have manifested the fool of wisdom because it is the beginning so fearing the Lord is one thing there are other expressions of wisdom you have to come to in order to function this is where many Christians get it wrong because for example where you're supposed to be at work working hard people are praying can I, can I, go there? Can I go there so number one the, the spiritual dimension of wisdom number two the mental dimension of wisdom the mental dimension of wisdom. You can put up Proverbs 6.6 the mental dimension of wisdom. By the mental dimension uh, 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 things like IQ, things like intelligence, things like, like knowledge, come close but don't fully embody or explain what wisdom is. They come close. There is more to it than simply having a, a smart mind. Because there is a dimension of wisdom that they can't teach you in the classroom. There is a dimension of wisdom you cannot find in any textbook. Hallelujah. And that is why the Jews, like I told the Hebrews, they, they, would, they, would, they would glean wisdom from observing. So you read Bible, and you read Proverbs and, and the like, and you, you find things like ants. You find things like um, deer. You find things like lions. You find, and they're out there. you wonder, what are all these animals doing there? Because they have observed something. So somebody said the other day that uh, as the deer panted after you, so my, How did they know? They observed the deer and they gleaned wisdom from how it behaved. Proverbs 6.6 6 says that go to the ant, you sluggard, and learn from consider her ways and be wise. Go to the ant, you sluggard, and consider her ways and be wise. Watch what the ant does. What does it do? What is it about the ant that the Hebrews or the Jews who look at an ant and say there is something it is doing right that we can learn and apply by observing. Hallelujah. By observation. That is why for many of us, listen, who are relying heavily on their academic credentials and the, academic, uh, the papers we have been given, trust me, paper does not make a wise man. Because you know even that what you were taught, many of you, by within 2-3 years of leaving school, you have thrown it away. Let them ask you one concept right now. Let them ask you one definition. Because that is not what makes a white a wise man. It is having the insight to be able to apply the lessons you have learned, the, having the fortitude to apply the, the, the things you have gained through observation. Says, go to the ant and learn. What does the ant do? May, have you seen the ants the way they go in a straight line? They, they move in a straight line and they are all organized. It's as if somebody is actually uh, commanding them. It's, it's like they are marching. I, I remember when I was young, when I see ants in a formation like that going straight, I, I will put like a stone or an impediment in their way and see how they will react. And some way, somehow, they always find a way to move and keep, and keep going. Unless you step on them, then you, you cause chaos. But if you just put an impediment, they will still find a way of moving. Is that what we are told to go and consider? Absolutely not. Because even my daughter, who is in nursery too, when she goes to school, they march in a straight line. So that possibly cannot be what we are being asked to go and look at. But if you look closely, you realize that the ants carry food while they are going. Sometimes they are carrying a bone and you are looking at the size of the ant and the size of the bone Is carrying, You are wondering how it is doing it. But they are carrying it and they they are going with it and they are storing it. In the abundance of food, they go and they store their food and they wait for the right time when there is no food then they have a supply that they go to that is what scripture means by go and learn from the ant many of us don't know how to keep when we are in a season of abundance all we do is to blow everything I used to have a a mate who by God's grace is a medical doctor now he would whenever they brought us they brought him but it was for my benefit as well so permit me they brought us whenever they brought his family his family brought us um, Provisions in secondary school was my cubicle made. When they break, you look at me say sofu. Let's eat. That's his national anthem. A son, naiden, nasa. Oh, me too. Say your media. Media, yeah, the abana, you invite me to end there. And we'll finish it. And they'll bring again. Oh, don't don't worry. Nasan. But the Bible says, go to the ant and learn Use slagger. See, there are many of us if we don't start altering our ways if we don't start um, having this mental expression or dimension of wisdom no matter how much money you are given you will never be satisfied no matter how much your salary is you will never be satisfied I I was telling the first service that there was a, when I was working there was a thing I noticed by observation you know that there, there's there a certain level of comfort banking people want or bankers mm. I was one, so I know them. You know what? They are, they are from the air-conditioned rooms, to an air-conditioned car, to an air-conditioned office, and then they are seated. Somebody would have to go to uh, Weather grocery or somewhere, go and buy the things and add premium pricing and come and sell it to them. And they are crossed their leg, looking all corporate and they think that they are on top of the world. Somebody will go and buy shirts, 50 CDs, and come and tell them this one is from UK, it's 200, and they'll be jumping around and they'll be buying and the sad part of it is that there will be most of them they have bought something from this and bought something from that and bought something from that and they are given all of them um, um, a- post data checks so every month when the salary arrives the, this, the, the people go and take their portion of the salary and so it's like month on month the salary is coming but it is not it is not up to school. it does not satisfy them. and so such a person who has not learned to be disciplined and work within his means, like the ants, and because the ants could have said that, "Let me eat everything," asa I anasa, I but somehow even they, they have the presence of mind to go and store food. How much more us? Amen. How much more us? A man that does not know how to deal or survive or to 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 remain within a salary range of say two thousand cities, if you give him twenty thousand, it won't do anything look when when we're younger there's something that always surprises me you will see a woman who is selling maybe tomatoes but she has built her house and taking all her children to invest how do they do it have you seen those people before how do they do it You will see somebody who did not work in corporate world, they were just doing their own thing, but they can boldly tell you, this is what I've been able to achieve by God's grace. And the people wearing suit and tie have nothing to show for it. Because it is a wisdom matter. The Bible says that by wisdom, a house is built, not by money, by wisdom. So you can have all the money, if you don't have people retire and they have nothing to show for it. They have worked for 50 years, they thought they would never retire. If there's a young person by you, tell the person you retire one day, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Number three, the moral dimension of wisdom. The moral dimension of wisdom. The moral dimension of wisdom. You talk about the moral dimension, it, it's linked to the spiritual, so I will, not, I will not overemphasize it, I will not belabor the point. But the moral dimension of wisdom speaks of the ability to know between right and wrong and to choose right over wrong hallelujah the ability to know right and wrong and choose between uh, choose right over wrong Many, you remember the bible says a fool has said in his heart said there is no god you know what Because many people who tell themselves there is no god number one they need to suppress the the existence of god number two so that Consequent to which their conscience will be suppressed and then number three they can do whatever they want It's a process now They can't do whatever they want because something in them is eating them up and keeps prompting them and poking them And trying to bring them to the right side because there's a right and a wrong and and it's eating them up And so in order to remove this thing They have to go back and say that God does not exist and convince themselves of that and then suppress their conscience So that they can do whatever they want but The moral, dimensional, expression of wisdom demands that you know between right and wrong and you choose right over wrong. Hallelujah. Tell somebody, are you choosing right or wrong? You see, there are many times you don't need to be a prophet to know how somebody will end. You don't. You don't. Just just observe the decisions they are making in life. Now, if you have a child and the child enters medical school, you don't need a prophet to tell you he'll be a doctor. He won't be a lawyer. Because he has made a decision to enter medical school and so his end, the, the, the destination of that decision is that he becomes a doctor. There, there are many of us taking certain decisions and we need to be careful because the moral dimension of wisdom demands that you choose the right path and you do the right thing. It's, it's not because a pastor will, will catch you. It's not because, it is because you know who your God is. It is because it has an influence on where you are going in future. Many of you, if your great-grandfather was a billionaire, you won't be here by now. Can I, can I go there? If your great-grandfather was a billionaire, you will not be here. And that is why you must ensure that your great-grandchildren and your grandchildren do well because of you. Hallelujah. I remember those days where in school, I mean, we had we had people who they knew that they didn't need a certificate for anything. They knew. The rest of us, we knew our lives depended on it because we had been told that education is the key. What they didn't tell us is that NDC and MPP have changed the locks. So even with their key, there is no door to enter. What are you talking about? But because she, education can't do everything. Sometimes by the decisions you are taking now, you are putting your children on a certain pedestal for them to do better than you did. By the decisions you are making. Don't joke with the quality of decisions you make. Don't take it for granted. We may not be there, nobody may be there, but you owe it to your children and their children to make the right decisions by the moral dimension of wisdom. Number three, practical dimension of wisdom. Sorry, number four, the practical dimension of wisdom. Put up Exodus 31, two to four, Exodus 31, two to four. Exodus 31 2-4 once again this ties into the 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 jews ideology of wisdom it is it is being practical it is using your creativity and your knowledge to solve problems using your creativity and your knowledge to solve problems the very first man in the bible that was called a wise man was neither a judge a king nor a, a, a prophet or even a priest He was a craftsman the Bible says see I have called by name Bezalel, the son of Uri the son of Herb of the tribe of Judah three and I have filled him with the Spirit of God in in wisdom I have filled him with the Spirit of God in wisdom and in understanding and in knowledge and in all manner of workmanship to do what Four, to devise cunning works to work in gold and in silver and in brass The man's job was to work with his hands and and do silver and gold and brass and jewelry. And the Bible says the Lord had given him wisdom to function in that area. Hallelujah. The the Lord had given him wisdom in that area. The the practical dimension of wisdom demands that you use your experience, your skills, your knowledge, your know-how to solve problems. We are in a generation now where it is those who have answers to questions who will be dominating. It is those who have the the, the things people are looking for. That would be great. The greatest or the biggest transportation business in the world today is Uber. How many of us have taken Uber before? The biggest transportation business in the world now. But they don't even own one taxi. They don't own one. They have solved their problem and they are big. Sending up people's money. Hallelujah. I I was told now, somebody has become the youngest billionaire in the world, Kylie Jenner. Kylie Jenner, and she does what makeup is, and she's an individual who has made money in one person. She has solved the problem, she has, because the practical expression of wisdom, listen, many of you have, you see, you are tying yourself, you are allowing the world to tie you down, because you went to school, and you went to learn, Physiology, uh, something psychology. You want to learn accounting, so in your head you must be an accountant, nothing else. Just because that's what you want to do, you think that the CEO of Sunday Church now, what did he, do? what did she do? Physics or pharma, pharmacy or something? Pharmacy. CEO of a bank. The one before her did uh, the political science. Because it's not about, it's about the the creative ability to practically answer questions. To solve problems. What problem are you solving? See, if we don't come to the point where our wisdom is expressed creatively in solving problems, we will pray some prayers for years and have nothing. You say, God bless me, God give me money. How exactly is God going to give you that money? God will you not know, just open the windows of heaven and pour you. Even though that is what the Bible says, it doesn't mean that you'll be walking one day and suddenly heaven is opened and you see a vault in heaven and pounds and dollars are just coming down like that. It doesn't work that way. He needs a medium through which it will flow. Can I you? Can I preach you? You, you, you practical way of solving problems. You go to certain countries, suffer. You call nine one one. Pam. Receive an answer within minutes. You go to second certain country, they tell you the bus will arrive at this time, and the bus arrives at that time. If it delays even by a minute, they will start, they will start apologizing because of XYZ. There is a delay in the bus from here to here. Their trains safe, everything works. It is because they have found a way of using of solving problem problems practically through wisdom. Hallelujah. I went somewhere and they, they, you know, in, in Ghana, when you are in, in traffic, and the, the traffic is red, once it is green, it is your time to go. Whether there is space or not, we have to meander. We have to find a way. Because if I don't go now and the thing is red again, I'm in trouble. So I have to find a way of moving to the side and entering. I went somewhere and they have written, it's, it's written it there that... Even, even when it is green, only move when you can fully make the turn. So what? How? So the thing was green, and I could see that people were not fully gone. So if I go mean to mean I have to wait. And they waited and it was red again. And everybody else too will wait in their lanes like that. It's like, what? How is this possible? How? They have solved the problem. Practically, through wisdom. This is not some of you, you think it is a party matter. That is why we are where we are. You you are more more political than spiritual. Number five. (laughs) Number five, the governmental dimension of wisdom. This is the last one, The, the governmental dimension of wisdom. The governmental dimension of wisdom, right? This deals with how to govern a group of people with order, equity and fairness. With order, equity and fairness. When you talk about governmental dimension of freedom, people quickly think about um, government of Ghana, government of Nigeria. It is, it is, it is good, it is part, but the, the fundamental unit of government in scripture is the family. Somebody say the family. The fundamental institution. Of government is the family and so you read proverbs you find things like "Hacking onto my wealth my son you find things like my children you find things like my father said you remember is it Lemuel so my father said my mother said you find these things there because the fundamental unit of government is the family amen you will enter one house and all the walls they've written everywhere pencil drawings crayon and then they say, oh, it's the children oh." No. But you enter another house with children and somehow the walls are all neat. I'm talking to somebody right now. I, like, I like the way the place is quiet. So, but, but, but pastor, some children are more difficult than some children. How did they become difficult? It's an expression of who you are and your expression of wisdom, the governmental expression of wisdom i was i was walking with somebody and the the, the the child said wanted yogurt or something and the mother said no not now come and see this lady <laughs> rolling on the ground crying i told i told the person look my daughter can't try this please don't try this at home <sighs> don't try this when she goes daddy i want yogurt oh you want you no problem wait, when we get here, I'll buy it for you. Okay, here's close. The governmental expression of wisdom. One of my sons came to me and said, Pastor, the the Ghanaians are too dirty. I said, it's a lie. Yeah, I said, it's not true. Okay, pick the Yeah, That is always loitering. Always putting things and, and has it happened to you before where well, you are driving behind somebody or you are in a car behind another car, and then sometimes it's a very nice car too. They eat it and they throw it out. Uh, at first, then one day I nearly got a heart attack because these things will eat me up. I, I want to drive and come, Master. What is wrong with you? it tells you nice car is not equal to wisdom. Can I bring that one too? Yeah. Pick the man who is dead, who is always loitering? Take him to Malaysia. Even spit he will spit. Take him there. Take him to UK. Take him to America, wherever. They will somehow immediately they get into that system. They will blend in and no, we don't like, we don't let her here. How is it that those same people, when they come here, they are littering but when they go elsewhere, they conform? The problem is not the people. The problem is the expression of wisdom. We are not solving the problem governmentally. Yeah. The devil knows. That to attack a nation, there are there's a nation, there are people, there are clans, there are tribes, there are and then you come all the way to a family. Now, it is it is too it is it is a giant uh, 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 walk, a giant stride to go and attack a whole nation. What he does is always go to the base, the fundamental, touch families. Have you not realized suddenly there are so many divorces all around? And the divorces are having an impact on the kinds of children we are raising and so he knows okay by touching these families give them 20 years from today if i can touch as many families as possible i am going to influence the way all these kids think i'm going to influence society by one family at a time that is why we must do whatever it takes to hold our families together i was teaching um, the prophetic school i think two weeks ago and i was telling them Young people, young people, you want to do ministry. One of the things you must—what I, 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 was it what I was teaching? I think six mistakes of a young prophet. Six, I was, six mistakes, right? And I, one of the things I told them is ignoring your family. Yeah. When, when you rank, when you rank, it is, it is God. It is my wife and children. It is Grace Temple. That, that's the wrong. I'm giving you the wrong right? It is God. It's my wife and children it is grace temple and then the, the whole world the ministry the, the people so understand that my wife and children sit above the church the church is not my church it is god's church amen if i die church will continue yeah if i die now church will go on ministry will go on beyond me hallelujah and so i was teaching to understand that don't say i am called. i am on fire and then your children are there nobody is taking care of them nobody there's no expression of wisdom in the house I, I discovered something, one of the reasons why a lot of pastor's kids don't want to be pastors is that they, they, they only saw their fathers as pastors when they were in church. They were not pastors at home. Can I They were not pastors at home. And so when they come to church and they see the same man, the way he behaves at home, and he has come to church and he's suddenly a different person. There's confusion in their minds, they don't want to be this kind of person. They would rather be that one way and let everybody know that this how I am. But if you meet the ones who are the same, whatever they are, you clearly see their children rising up and becoming like them. Because they have a picture of the future they want to be in. Amen. I want you to understand that wisdom is expressed in all these ways we have spoken about. The first one we said, the spiritual dimension of wisdom. Number two, the mental dimension of wisdom. Number three, The moral dimension of wisdom. Number four, the practical dimension of wisdom. And number five, the governmental dimension of wisdom. I pray for you that the Lord will give you wisdom, strange wisdom in the name of Jesus Christ. I want you in the next few minutes while seated, just begin to open your mouth and ask God for wisdom to be able to thrive on this earth. For wisdom to do well. For wisdom to make impact. wisdom to deal with certain problems see there are certain problems it is only by wisdom you can deal with them certain issues only by wisdom you can counter them please lift up your voice begin to pray right now begin to pray Thank you for listening to the Apostle Josiah Aubin Jr. For more of these messages, please subscribe to his podcast and SoundCloud. It's Apostle Josiah Aubin Jr. To interact with him, like his page on Facebook. Follow him on Twitter at Apostle Josiah Aubin Jr.